Welcome to Destination 101, the podcast of Toastmasters District 101. Take a ride with us on Highway 101 and discover Toastmasters clubs from Silicon to Surf, clustering along Highway 101 in California. Yeah, how many times can I say 101, right? Well, find out about District 101 news, tips and events, and hear from members and clubs. I'm your host, Birgit Starmans. Welcome to our listeners, and welcome to the first episode of Season 2. And Season 2 kicks off the new Toastmasters year that began on July 1st. Today, our guest is Ashley Gonzalez, and it's her first time on the show. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you, Birgit. I'm so excited to be here. Well, thank you for making the time. And since I hate reading biographies, let me just go ahead and ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm a member of Toasters RS. It's a corporate club sponsored by Synopsis. I've grown so much in this club. I'm now club president. I'm on the club growth committee for our district. And through Toastmasters, I was even able to pivot my career just through a casual conversation of speaking with another Toastmaster at the spring conference. Oh, that's fabulous. So this is a great uh, example of how Toastmasters can help you outside of Toastmasters. Absolutely. Wow, that's really great. I'm really happy for you. Well, first, you mentioned that you are part of the growth committee, and this is the beginning of a new Toastmasters year, and then we often see new clubs being formed. So first of all, Ashley, why is it important to have new clubs formed? Because we have a lot of clubs already, right? That's right. And we're very proud of all of our clubs. But as you know, when you're in Toastmasters, you're growing yourself. So we don't want to just look at how can we help more people join Toastmasters. We also want to look at how can we help our members grow? What are your interests? How are they developing? Are you doing a pivot in your career like I am? Is there a club that we don't have that could help you? Talk to us. Let us know because we are here to help you. I actually really like that whole concept of having a new club will really help with your interests. This actually brings me into, let's do a little bit of a primer here, right? Because I think a lot of people know about their club and maybe they're a member of two clubs, but they pretty much only know the world of their own club and what kind of club it is. So can you walk us through a little bit of what types of clubs we even have? Because there are different types of clubs that are out there. And as you mentioned, different types of clubs help us grow in different ways. That's right. So from my own club, being a corporate club, I'm there with a lot of the employees and a lot of people that aren't employees like myself. And it's exciting to see their openness. I also know that there are other corporate clubs that work within themselves to better develop their employees for personal reasons to that corporation. And that's amazing. There are special interest clubs. There's Toastmasters clubs that focus on storytelling. There are Toastmaster clubs that really look into community. But what we're looking at now with this 101% Toastmasters program is, is there an area such as wellness or even community as a whole that you want to really get into, do more research about, learn with like-minded people. Those are just two of the ones that are on the docket right now. So this is an ability for you to take one of your interests and just delve into it further with more Toastmasters. 
So this is actually interesting that there's already a wellness club that's kind of in the works. So can you share some other clubs that you know are in the works that you can talk about already? There is one called Marketing and Sales. I'm excited about this one. My background is in architecture and design. So I've learned a lot about presentation, evaluation. However, convincing somebody of what you want to do, what the project needs, I really, really lack that area of ability. And Toastmasters has developed me so much. However, being able to speak with people that I've met in Toastmasters that have this in their background and their training and use this in their day-to-day, I see that there's so much more that I can learn. So going to a specific club that focuses on marketing and sales, it gives an opportunity for people to share their experiences, learn from each other, or people like me to just absorb all of it and take it in. That's actually a really good strategy. And we did a podcast, which was actually the last episode of season one, where we talked about bilingual clubs. And that was actually super interesting because one club only speaks in their language, which is um, one of the types of Indian languages. And then other clubs uh, actually conduct different parts of the meeting in different languages. And I thought one example was really great that there is an evaluator in the same language that you're speaking in. So there are very often two evaluators, one for each language, English, and then the other language. So there are some creative ways that things can be done. Right. And that was actually a topic at our last club growth meeting. And you summarized it perfectly, Birgit. It was those points exactly. How can we mix languages together so that where do you keep the evaluators within that language? Even can you speak English and your native language throughout the speech together. Just people were referencing some amazing speeches that they've seen and coming up with ways to help inspire new bilingual clubs. It's so important and so enriching. I'm actually originally from Germany, so I am truly bilingual. I still speak German every day at work. Wow. Interestingly, there is no German English club around here, even though I work for a German company. That could be well, an idea. I feel like you have until September 30th to start this German English bilingual club, get the recognition, get your special edition pin from Toastmasters International. Um, okay. Well, we can start a club anytime, right? So, uh, so yes, you one... can start a, cl- a club anytime. However, the 101% Toastmasters program will run through September 30th. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this program. And the first thing I have to do is I have to ask you about the name because 101%. So where did the name come from? Is it because we're District 101? Is it because you want members to give more than 100%? Or is it just kind of a fun title? I'm just curious because I saw the 101%. But first thing I saw is, hey, that makes a lot of sense for District 101, but I'm just curious. All of the above. It is our district, District 101. And as you know, our district has this name because of Highway 101 connecting all of our clubs. And so we wanted to play off of that, give it the 101% Toastmaster, but also really use our name, District 101, to highlight those Toastmasters that go that extra mile, that take it upon themselves to start a new club. So all of the above. We're District 101, and we're looking for people that can give 101%. 
So I think you just came up with a new PR tagline for this because go that extra mile, 101. Correct. Yes. Wow. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that credit to Rita Barber. She's the one that's been saying that extra mile. I love it. I think, that, I think that's perfect. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the program itself, because I've seen a little bit on our website, d101tm.org, but give us a little bit more detail. What is it that you want people to do? We want you to reach out to us. So you can reach out directly to Rita Barber or to myself, Ashley Gonzalez. I'm happy to share our emails. That way you can connect to us and we can help you. What we'll need is 30 people that are interested in doing this club. So for the first step, come up with your content, come up with your idea. It can be very, very vague. Find 29 other people that are interested in it with you. Rita will help you do demo clubs where we practice meetings to see how this club would actually go. She can also help you with coming up with more content with yourself. So really the first step is to reach out and to brainstorm and you'll be guided along the process. You'll be assigned a club mentor, a club coach. These people will stay with you six months to a year. You'll be under the purview of your area director. So this is not something that we're asking people to fully go out on their own and do this, but to come up with the idea, help generate like-minded people. And we are here to help you along the way, including finding interested members as well. That's actually a really good point that it's hard to find 30 people who are interested. So just to put context on that, you only need 20 to charter, but typically in terms of gathering interest, what you really want is enough people that a few might drop out because of maybe the timing of the club, what day it ends up meeting or what time it ends up meeting. So that's why you're looking for the 30, correct? Correct. Right. 20 in the end to charter, but 30 just helps you hit that 20 without having to worry. Oh no, we had 20. Now we have 15. We can't charter. So we want to set you up on the right foot. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And there are a couple of awards for going through this process by September 30th. What are those rewards? So you will get special recognition within the district and Shamala Sista, our district director, will write you a recommendation letter to be posted on LinkedIn. I really, really love our club's leadership with their promotion of you in your career path. So they will make sure that that gets out there on other avenues besides Toastmasters. However, within our own district, you will receive special recognition. There's a special limited edition pin. There'll also be $100 of Toastmaster gift certificates given and our great appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's all about recognition. That's really the, what, what really drives a lot of people recognition more than anything else. Now, what are you going to do if there's more than one person, say two people come to you? So do they both get the pin? I think so. I, I, I'll say yes. Executive decision. Pins for everyone. <laughs> That's what happens when they send you to do the podcast. <laughs> you get right. to make decisions. <laughs> we have to order a hundred more pens. <laughs> I mean, if that means that we get a hundred more clubs, that's a really good thing, right? Right. That's right. And then I'll ask for one more pin just for myself. 101 pins to really 
hit that 101% postmaster mark. (laughs) I'm loving how the theme always comes back to 101. Well, all the way back in episode one, we did a little trivia break on the origin of the naming of District 101. And going that extra mile just takes it to the next level. Sounds great. (laughs) Now, the other thing is you mentioned that they're the people who have the idea, they would obviously be the sponsors for this club, right? Because that also helps them get credit towards their Distinguished Toastmaster designation or DTM. And you said there would also be additional mentors and coaches? Yes. So starting up a club, the club growth committee has lots of parameters in place in order to help clubs get started. And a member of the district, Solazar, he is amazing in coming up with mentors, coaching them, helping connect people. And it's really, he takes it upon himself to see what the mentors are like and how they're really going to jive with a specific new upcoming club. So we are on our end doing as much as we can to make sure that we can support current members or new members starting these clubs. As Solasar is a wonderful support. I was a sponsor last year of a club and he was very helpful and exactly what you said, he makes sure that the mentor is the right fit to the club. One thing I always say, I'm, I'm a member of multiple clubs. So one thing I always say is that every club has a little bit of a personality. And that's what I encourage when I do Uh, when I'm a trainer for VPPR, I encourage everyone to really highlight your club's personality because that way you get members that are a better fit with what you're trying to accomplish within your club. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know you said this is by September 30th. Now we don't want to have the impression here to anyone that if it's after September 30th, you can't start a club, but this is of course a little bit of an incentive to do it earlier in the year because sometimes it takes a little bit of time to start a club, correct? So there's going to be a little bit of time. So the club doesn't have to be chartered by September 30th, correct? Or does it? Correct. We need to start the process by September 30th. However, if it's December 12th and you come up with an idea, please reach out to us. We're always here. New clubs can pop up at any time of the year. I've noticed, especially last year, there are quite a few that popped up towards the end of the year, because I think exactly what you said, there is a need that some folks were trying to fulfill and they started creating clubs that would meet that need. So there are a lot of new clubs that have interesting specialties, for example, an investor's club, right? Not something that I would normally associate with Toastmasters, but I think the lesson here is that you can associate anything with Toastmasters. Exactly. So Ashley, are you starting a new club? (laughs) Not at the moment. I am getting my feet wet with how the district works. So I'd really like to learn more about the district myself. And I'm starting a new job. (laughs) Once everything settles down, I would love to focus in and start a club myself. Well, in the meantime, you're going to be helping other people start their clubs. So that's actually a good thing. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Well, I would have to say, I hope this conversation sparked a few ideas about cool new clubs. Take any one of your interests and you can probably make it a club. And hopefully you're inspired to take the next step to make it that 101%. And on Highway 101, in District 101, on Destination 101, let's all go that extra mile. And we can't wait to hear more about your path forward. Thank you, Ashley, for being with us. Thank you, Birgit. This was wonderful. 
tune in next time and email me at destination101.podcast at gmail.com with feedback and with suggestions for topics or questions that you would like to hear in future podcasts. And if you miss an episode, you can review them all at www.d101tm.org slash destination-101. Have a great trip on Destination 101.